Hey girls, you know what time it is? It must be party time. Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens, a podcast about K-pop and Korean culture and entertainment in general. Uh, I will be your host today. Um, I'm Tim, also known as Murdy on the podcast. Uh, unfortunately, our captain, my captain, couldn't be here today. Ash had something come up, but I do have a wonderful co-host in this duo pod here in Kiara. Hey, everyone. Uh, so we're going to hit a couple comebacks and things like that, and then we're kind of going to have fun with this one. Um, it was a little last minute, so we kind of just threw stuff in here. Mm. And uh, speaking of last minute, I do want to bring this up. Um, so we have gotten a few comments, um, both our most recent iTunes comment and the most recent SoundCloud comment about research. Um, now, I need to make this very, very known to you guys. Uh, all of us pretty much have jobs. Um, this is something that we do as a hobby. Uh, much like you guys enjoy K-pop, we enjoy K-pop as a hobby. Uh, there are groups that we like and we stand and we know a lot more about other pe- uh, than other people about, but we're not gonna know everything about all of your favorites. And there's gonna be times where information has been told to us incorrectly and we are not coming on here to claim that we are fact checkers. We are not coming here saying that everything that we say is fact. It is all opinion, much like everything else in the world. Um, 100% opinions for the most part, especially when we're talking about quality of music and especially when we're talking about what we see in the reactions of people. It's, it's just our opinion. It's how we uh, view it. There's a very, very... Um, Uh, a comment that means a lot to me that is said pretty often and it's that you can't tell people how to feel about the thing that you can say you can only say what you want to say so i can say all kinds of stuff and you can agree with me and you cannot agree with me i can't tell you which is right because it's all on you i can just say it as best as i can i come across as rude sometimes or things like that and i i mean that's just my personality i'm i'm very forward. I'm very gruff. I I know this about me and I try to tone it down a little bit on the podcast, but it does come out sometimes. And sometimes I drink on the podcast and then I get (laughs) wild. It just happens. Okay. I'm sorry. But uh, the major thing here that I want to get across is that we are not going to research every single group. We're going to do our best to know enough about the topic so that we can talk about it. But there's plenty of times where we don't know what the topics are coming into the podcast. It kind of we, we sometimes don't have enough time. There's all kinds of things. We do have real lives. So bear with us. Um, that is why we do enjoy comments where you guys tell us things. Instead of saying, you guys should do research, why don't you tell us what we're wrong about and we can retcon it. It's, it's way easier to retcon and give you credit for making us retcon than it is to sit here and have to go, okay, well, I'm going to have to spend six hours of my life learning everything there is to know about SNSD. We just, none of us want to know that. I'm sorry. It's just not here. If you want to talk about SNSD, 
submit an application to notyourAverageNetizens at gmail.com, and we would be more than happy to get you on the podcast, and you can be the person who knows about that stuff. But we just, we just don't have enough podcasters that know about it, and that's it. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I mean, there are times when we do know things, but because of the topic and the time limit, we can't get into full details about it. So, you know, it's, I think if we don't mention the fact that certain aspects of the members or, you know, or like, oh, this, um, oh, the girls did this and the, they did that, but you guys didn't mention it. I mean, I think it'll be okay. So, I mean... It's okay, fans. Don't don't take our words, our opinions too seriously. It's just we're having fun here. It's not meant to be extremely serious. And this is 100% the fact of Sonya Shide, or this is 100% fact of Big Bang, or whatever. You know, it's just right. I mean, we're we're all opinions here. Like everything is an opinion. And even if we don't seem, I mean, maybe there's going to be times where we seem like we're dogging other people, even on the podcast, other people that are fans about their opinion. I respect everybody that I podcast with's opinion. Even if I don't agree with it, it doesn't mean I'm not going to voice my opinion towards it. Uh, a good example would be the backlash we got from my comments about uh, the Wonder Girls <laughs> album. I have two podcasters on this podcast that are incredible, wonderful fans. Like Kiara and Ash both love the Wonder Girls. They stand for them. So I knew going into it, I was going to say something they didn't agree with. We didn't throw blows, you know, we disagreed, that's fine. You can disagree and move on. Mm. I'm a huge Big Bang fan. When people say that they don't like a Big Bang thing that I like, I don't take offense. I just try to figure out why. That's it. It's just a matter of figuring it out and understanding. So I do want you guys to know, everybody's opinion is their own opinion. And on this podcast, it's no different. My opinion is just mine. Um, Maybe Kiara is going to agree with me. Maybe she won't. She has her own opinions. So I just, I just want to make sure that everybody knows this is a podcast that is about opinions first. We do try to bring you the news and give our own topics about, or give our own opinions about certain topics. But we are just coming here to have a discussion to um, talk to you about these issues that are going on in Korea. We are not um, some sort. We're not getting paid for this. First off, we're doing this for free. Uh, second off, we're not claiming to be newscasters. We are podcasters. We are here to have a conversation. We open up lines of conversation and we're not always right. So you, you guys just got to kind of tough it out. Um, feel free to tell us where we're wrong and retcon us. But if you keep telling us, hey, you need to do more research, I'm not going to research everything. I work a full-time job. I work 40 hours a week. I'm not going to sit around and on my free time study K-pop all day. I'm going to study K-pop when I get ready for the podcast, and I'm going to do my best to know enough about it. And the topics I don't know about, I try not to chime in too much. That's that's it. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just want to get that out of the way because we, we have had this issue before. And I figure it's better to just lay it out on the line so you guys can all, you know, hear it from the demon's mouth, so to speak. <laughs> we can move on. So we're going to talk about debuts that are coming and already came. Uh, so the first one we're going to talk about are incoming, um, which is probably the wrong order, but it's fine. I'm, do I'm doing it this way because <laughs> this is how it's written. Uh, so Day6, JYP's new boy group um, that you probably saw parts of during, if well, if you were a watcher of the uh, WIN team, or uh, sorry, WIN program that YG put on, they had a moment where uh, the Team A and Team B went and battled JYP's trainees, and there was a acoustic group <laughs> that performed, 
And that is mostly, if not all of the day six members, I'm not positive on this one, um, but they are set, the majority of those guys are set to debut in September currently. Um, I like the current going ons of JYP. I think it's interesting, even if I don't agree with all of the choices. Um, I did really like the Hatfelt album. I did really like GOT7's last two releases. Um, I think it's interesting. Um, I even at some times like JYP's song without the music video. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's an interesting place for them to be. And I'm curious what their music is going to be like. So having this unit that's kind of a band come out at this point is kind of, it's, it's interesting to me. I'm curious what their sound is going to be. I have a feeling it's going to be, um, I have a feeling I'm going to be underwhelmed, but I kind of hope it's a little jazzy. I don't know why. I just I just get this like I want this jazzy thing. Give me a jazzy <laughs> thing. So I'm hoping that I get a little jazzy thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean they have been performing, um, but I haven't watched any of the videos, so I don't know how they sound like just yet. But I'm I'm also excited because, you know, this is gonna be JYP's first act, you know, band that you know, they're straight off debuting as a band, you know. Not like Wonder Girls right, right now, who's just is a new thing for them. Um, it's becoming a band, yeah. Yeah, so they're from, I mean, they were even as a, they were even doing kind of bandish stuff like when they were on that uh, winner, YG winner show, whatever. Right, right. As far as we've always known them, they've been JYP's like band, so to speak. Yeah, so I'm very curious to see what it is. Um, because, well, at first we thought uh, the girl group uh, twice was going to debut first, but it seems like day six is going to be the first one out the gate, so. I mean, I'm excited. The, everyone's really excited. Uh, everyone knows the guy who looks like Chicken Little and, you know, all the other members. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so good. <laughs> he does. You should see the photos. Um, I need I need to see it because Chicken Little, that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, he has the hairstyle, the glasses and everything. Oh, no. That's all uh, bad. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited to see like the next generation of you know JYP Entertainment, and I love how JYP Entertainment kind of does their own, not not really do their own thing, but it's like it's just different compared to like you know SM and uh, YG, you know. Well, I think the biggest thing is um, while my dog really just wants to be in the conversation, um, I think <laughs> it's different because whereas you have SM and YG. Well, SM's almost fast track to winning, and YG's definite fast track to winning. Uh, JYP doesn't really have that. I mean, they had it for Miss A, but it happened to just be Miss A's perfect timing with the perfect song and the perfect concept. I mean, it like they haven't been able to recreate it since then. Yeah. Uh, so their groups get buzz, but they don't get success like you know Winner did when they first came out, or Big Bang, or Lee High even, or anybody that's come out from YG basically. Yeah. Uh, and then you have SM who typically has like one, maybe two promotions where you're kind of feeling the group out. And then after that, they're just they're just deadly demons that sell like crazy. And I mean, that's just kind of the way the way of the land. But JYP, there's no guarantee. I mean, we're at the what fourth technically cycle of promotions for Got Seven and they still haven't won. I mean, they're still out here struggling as you know, they're not Nugus by any means. They're not really struggling. I shouldn't say struggling, but they're pushing like uh, any other entry level group from a bigger company would be. They have a buzz, but that's it. They just have a buzz. Yeah. 
curiously, they're just more popular internationally than Korea itself. Like they win yeah. all the international awards and they're traveling constantly having, you know, performances outside of Korea, but in Korea it's just like, oh God seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous because I think that Stop Stop It was the song. Like for me, that is the jam. When I think of Got Seven and I'm like, how do I want to introduce this group to people? I play I play Stop Stop It. Mm. Um and I'm just worried that that's gonna be their jam. <laughs> There's never gonna be like another jam. I like their new song though, but I don't know. I'm just I'm nervous about it. Um, but anyways, uh, there's another new girl group coming out in September. That girl group is called Unicorn. <laughs> um, it is a I think it was five person. I'm I'm not positive on this one. Uh, but their mini album is called uh, Once Upon a Time, and their single is gonna be called Hook. Uh, they look cutesy from the picture that I saw. It's like all of them sitting around a table and, you know, it's got like the, the like generic hipster kind of lighting and they all look like they're in, pa they're in pastels and all that stuff that's in right now. And um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm never big on girl groups, especially because most of them come out with like a way too cute concept um as and as we know i don't i don't dig that <laughs> but uh for for the most part if a group if a group is coming out i'm gonna at least listen to their debut um assuming they're not from sm i'll probably at least check it out and even then i'll be forced into checking it out by somebody so um <laughs> I, I do try to pay attention to like all the new groups that come out with the hope that maybe somebody will spark my interest and i'll watch them i've just been pretty disappointed recently i mean i guess 17 was okay but i don't get the hype so mm. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen their photos or anything, but another. I'm really into girl groups, so I'll keep a lookout for them. You'll be our unicorn expert, I'm sure, if they're <laughs> decent at least. <laughs> yeah, well, if I like it, yeah. If I don't, then I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the last group that I have, at least, that I know about, um, Infinite has a uh, new unit coming out at some point. We don't really have any details about it other than that it's new. Um, so I'm not really going to stick on it long, especially because I don't like Infinite and I think all their songs sound the same. So I don't know how you feel about it, but I don't really care. I mean, I, I didn't like their old subunit, so I don't think I'm going to like their new one. I just have that feeling. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like Infinite, but not at the point that I would care for a uh, unit from them, so... Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so recent debuts, uh, April, the new DSP girl group had their debut with their song Dream Candy. I don't know anything about this song. I have not heard it. So it's all on you, Kiara. Ba -da -ba -ba. Ba -da -ba -ba. See? Yeah, it's so cute. You want to like it? But... <laughs> I love it. Uh, they're just so adorable. Um, I mean, if you've been, if you watch, you know, Baby Kara, I'm, with it, yeah, Baby Kara, then you will know two of the members, which is uh, Somin and Chewan. Um, they were able to debut in this group, and the rest of oh, the four members. She's cute. Yeah, she's cute. Uh, her and Chewan, and then the other four members are weren't uh, weren't part of Baby Kara. There were other, they were the other trainees part of uh, DSP. But um, oh. so yeah, they. They made their debut, and they're just so adorable and cute. And um, like Shannon, Shannon wants to play, and they sound like a uh, pink, uh, like a pink reject song. But I don't think a pink could ever. I mean, sorry, they're cute, <laughs> <laughs> not, they're, they're cute but not that cute. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love it. It's if you like cute type. I mean, it kind of goes with them too. I mean, 
Sonin is 20, but the rest of the members are still pretty young. They even have one who's like 13, 14 years old. So oh, I, no. So I don't mind the cute team. <laughs> it's because, yeah. of, because of that. Um, but I'm sure with time, they'll just be like Kara. Because, you know, I mean, although Kara didn't start out as cute, they started with a more stronger concept, because, but it failed them really badly. Um, they when they when they became a five member group, they did they did um rock you and they did the cutesy concept. So I foresee April starting off the cutesy concept for a while, and probably like Kara, they'll mature into something else you know, as times go by. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, kind of hoping DSP doesn't draw drop the ball with them too quickly. Um, because I know they pretty much gave up on Rainbow. So let's just hope they don't give up on April too Listen, quickly. Listen, that's mean. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, I love Rainbow. Like, I wish that, I wish so much more for them. I wish that their contract would end soon and they can all leave DSP together and they can debut somewhere else that someone will care about them and give them everything they deserve because they deserve everything. And it's, I don't think it's fair. DSP needs to fix themselves. <laughs> yeah, I love Rainbow um, because they're like literally everything after, well, I can't say everything anymore because they ruined it when they had their comeback. But like, uh, a and Mock and the song that they had after that during the time when G6's dad passed away, like all of those songs were just killer fun. Oh, I loved all of them. Yeah, that one. I loved it. I loved all that stuff and I was so happy because I really wanted to like Rainbow because I think that Rainbow is one of the better looking groups. Um, at least when you take into account their shining member in Jaekyung who's freaking flawless, but uh, yeah, she's like freaking Leonardo da Vinci. She can do anything. I see. Dude, she is. She is the most freaking talented idol. Like I understand that people call her a tryhard and all this stuff, but like she's a pretty good dancer. She's a pretty good singer, and then she can just like build anything. Like she can just build and make anything. She like, like crafted her house out of stone or something. I don't know. She's crazy. Yeah, like I follow her on Instagram and like she makes her own dog uh, clothes. Like she can make her own bags. She can draw very, very well. She's into she pottery. Makes her own soap. <laughs> she's crazy. She, she's, oh gosh, she's, I, why is she not like making millions and being extremely popular in Korea? What are you doing, Korea? Why are you she's, not focusing on her? She's literally basically Martha Stewart. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe her. She's Martha Stewart before Martha Stewart ran off to jail. It's crazy. She's it out is. of control. I love her. I adore her. She's so funny. Like watching her Instagram too, she's just like the biggest weirdo and I love it. Yeah. Wonderful. But yeah, back to going back to April. I really hope, you know, I just wish them the best because I love them and I love Chaewon and I'm ready for her to really show showcase her uh, vocals because she is a great singer but of course you know for now april songs do not really justify it so but yeah i'm look look out for them love them support them, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh the other group that we're going to talk about uh i only just sort of watched their music or not music video i'm sorry i won't say that they're performance whatever i stumbled across first and i can already totally agree with the sentiment um but my b made their uh debut i guess and they kind of look like a tragic 50 cent version of uh <laughs> red a red velvet like <laughs> like i'm i'm a little surprised that their name isn't like maroon silk or something like it, it's i don't know it was a hot mess um i only watched the live performance and i can't really judge like how I feel they sounded because I turned it off pretty quickly and was just like, I, I, I don't even like red velvet. Why would I want to watch this? Yeah. 
Oh, I I was nicer. I said 99 cents. You just lowered it to 50 cents. Like, dang. I mean, I put the real price value on it, okay? Uh, You're not going to find that in a bargain bin. Let's be real. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel for these girls because, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is not, you know, this is their decision. So, of course, if the moment they all stepped out with blonde hair, everyone was going to be like, they look just like Red Velvet. I think I even saw, like, their outfits, and they were kind of, you know, they kind of reminded me of um, ice cream cake. Yeah, ice cream cake uh, clothing, the outfits or whatever. The performance so. I saw, they looked like uh, uh, happiness is what they reminded me of, Rick and Bad, uh, is the happiness yeah. outfits. Okay, that was something Red Velvet, like... Um, but yeah, I mean, I know BAP was a first group to be all blonde or whatever, but you know, this is just, uh, what if, I, I think it's the company just wants them to get attention, even if it's negative, meaning, you know, people saying that they're a red velvet copy, but still, like, you don't want to do these to the girls, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll come back with something different, but not for me. Um, so, so in, incoming comebacks now of groups that have already existed, and the first one we're going to touch is my favorite because I am running the podcast and I get to pick what comes first. And after two years of me waiting my stupid little butt off, thinking I will never ever see this group again ever in my whole freaking life, freaking Big Star is coming back. Finally, even though they promised us to come back last year, they are finally coming back. They're going to have a their third mini album, which people don't even know it's their freaking third one. People are like, oh, it's their second one, right? No, it's their third mini album. And both their other two mini albums are fantastic. Um, their mini album is called Shine a Moonlight, which I don't understand. And I don't know what their single is called yet because I don't think it's been released. But they are coming back September 4th. So um, I've talked about Big Star before. I will talk about them again. Their mini albums are freaking beautiful. Like, I typically don't like their... their uh, promotional song but their mini album from top to bottom are normally like they're a perfect blend of like this weird hip-hoppy like it's as if brave brothers actually makes good songs and they're like we're gonna keep these ones <laughs> we're gonna put them in the bank <laughs> and we're gonna give them all to all of our groups but we're never gonna make them the lead tracks and our groups are gonna have good mini albums but we're not gonna let you know that because we're gonna give them terrible tracks and people are gonna be like i don't want to buy it so um and, and and I feel like this is what I'm going to get again, which is going to make me... I'm going to be frustrated if this mini album... Like, if I come on this podcast and talk to you about how good this mini album is, I want you to know now I'm so angry that it's that good because I'm so tired of this mini album glorious and then title track garbage. So I'm praying that we get a good title track because I think that's all you need um, to really set this group off. Um, they have... Field Dog already has... a decent amount of fans from the shows that he's been on uh people think that ray juan is good looking and really you just need somebody good looking for people to pay attention to your group and then they have like abs and and they're talented dancers and they're, they have a good singer so it's just like just give me this moment and their their two rappers are interesting i don't i wouldn't really call them great but they're at least interesting and super talented dancers so and this group controls most of their things like not necessarily they're styling, but they do do all the choreo for their group and things like that. And they, they have pushed for their favorite songs to be the title tracks, but it's never actually happened. So they are out there fighting. Um, so I, I have a lot of love for this group. I mean, like, 
I stand this group so hard. I still listen to their mini albums. Like I just, I adore them, and I'm so happy that I'm finally going to get more music from them. Nice. I mean, I never listened to Big Star, but I'll start off with this comeback just so, to see oh, what I you're reading about. I hope it's good, and you don't hear me like crying on the next podcast. Like, why <laughs> everybody hates me? Um, which will happen if it's bad. I'm telling you, I'm going to be miserable. Um, the next one, unless you have something. Oh uh, well, we don't know much about it yet. But I just remembered uh, Monster X is having their comeback as well soon. Oh, see, I I didn't know that. I don't have that here. Um, and we don't know anything about it. No concept idea or anything. No, I mean, there's been photo releases, but it doesn't tell you much, so you don't yeah. know yet. Gotcha. But, but I look forward to it. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll check it out. I mean, I'm not really sold on Monstax yet, but I will at least check it out and try to be sold on them. <clears throat> um, the next group that's going to be coming back also in September is a group whose name I will never pronounce correctly until somebody tells me how it is pronounced, but... Uh, Pure fleas, pure flies, something like that. I think it's um, pure flies. That's pure flies, something like that. Um, they are having their comeback <clears throat> in September with the song "Bad Conduct." Uh, I liked their debut. I mean, the song wasn't like I didn't stand for the song, but as for them as talents, I really like them. Um, they were very like fierce. That's the only thing I can remember is like when I watched it, I was just like, man. I wouldn't want to mess with these girls. <laughs> like, I don't want to be involved. I just, I'll just watch from afar and be like, "Yeah, girl, you get it." <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, but I really like them. Uh, they're all, from what I could remember, talented. Um, they're very pretty, and their concept isn't like obnoxious. Well, their other concept wasn't like obnoxiously sexy or anything. It was very like cool sexy like more what i would rather have is like these girls who appear confident very comfortable in the setting that they're in and they're they're fine and comfortable in what they're doing um i think that is way more attractive and for me that is like a real sexy concept is when you're just there and you know that like you're owning what you're doing so mm. um i really like them i hope that they continue with that style and i hope they continue like just being fierce on stage um I mean, that's my, that's the whole appeal for me and Mamamoo is that they're very like confident on stage. So I hope, I hope we get more groups like that. And they're, they're one of those groups that's very similar. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember the title of their debut song, but I do remember it. And it was actually, yeah, it was a pretty like strong song and concept. Um, I didn't fully, I didn't fully like the song, um, but I did think for a rookie girl group debut song, it was pretty strong and it was good. And um, it did take them a while for this comeback, but hopefully it'll be something even better than their debut song and that they'll get more attention because unfortunately girl groups, unless you're part of like a very big uh, company, girl groups with strong concepts are, are, it's really hard for them to really, you know, survive in this entertainment business. That's why they're always switching to either extremely overly sexy or cutesy things. So hopefully it won't be like that for them and they'll continue doing what they've been doing since they debuted. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the last one I have here is uh, Lovelies is finally going to come back. And not only are they coming back, but they're coming back as their original, right? Eight-member eight lineup. Yep. Um, 
So there's not a lot about them out yet. It's just teaser pictures for the most part. But it is worth mentioning that um, we are going to get the member back that did go through a pretty rough scandal um, and missed, I think, was it one promotion or two sets of promotions? Two. She missed their debut and then their comeback. Right. So she's already missed two promotions, but she's finally getting her chance to come back. And I guess you could technically call this the debut of like the real lovelies, the way it was envisioned to be. So um, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of lovelies fans anyways. And I wonder you, you like lovelies, right? How do you feel about yeah. this? I mean, I'm here. Well, to be honest, when, cause when I've seen her on the, in the music video and stuff, I don't feel like she really brings, that much to the group, uh, but then again, I've only I only know her through the one music video, which is the Candy Jelly Love music video. So right. I haven't seen much of her. So maybe when once I do see her on stage and whatever, then maybe I can see what's what people are. Some of the fans are raving about and why exactly they're exact uh, happy to see her. I mean, if anything, if she is cleared and you know it's all you know she's fine and whatever then you know great for her to debut um as far as i know well, i don't know really because some are saying that there's still some like you know there's still some things they haven't 100 percent been cleared up but, but i don't know yet but you know i mean if she is completely innocent then you know good for her. i mean she has to be for the fact that Willem has been holding on to her tightly and that they seriously want her to debut with this group because i mean since Lovely's already had two promotion cycles without her. You can you would feel like, well, they can do well without her. But Wulim is just holding so tightly on her. So, you know, I hope in the end it all works out and that, you know, it doesn't fully affect it, the girls because I do like Lovely, Lovely's and I feel like it would suck if, you know, it all went down world spiral because of just one number. But, you know, whatever. I'm excited. GA looks adorable in her uh, the teaser photos. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'll definitely check it out. Um, this isn't really like a group that I'm interested in, but I will check it out because that's how they were supposed to debut. And um, if they did get most of it cleared up, or at least it seems pretty realistic, uh, I'm I'm happy for them to actually be able to do their thing. Yeah. Um. So the last thing I have is, I guess. Uh, well, not the last thing. Uh, I do have two more things. Uh, they're Nugu comebacks. Um, one is Beat Win with the song Stalker. And I don't think you said you watched it, right, Kira? No, I didn't. Okay. So I will say that this is literally the worst music video I've ever watched in my whole life. It's it's terrible. It's the most terribly acted, like, it's it's bad. It's really bad. And I'm sorry to all the Beatwin fans. And I don't even think that Beatwin is like a bad group. I, this it's really bad. <laughs> like I don't know how I feel about Beatwin yet, but this is definitely not the song or the music video that will get me on them. Um, the other group that came back is Two Eyes with the song. I don't know PP. I don't know what you call it. It's just PP. It's the PP song to me. Every time I see it, it's the PP song. I was gonna really try hard to figure out how to say that, and I was just like, it's the PP song. I've heard it twice now, and both times I'm like, why are they singing about peeing? I don't get it. Um, another song that's really bad. It's really, really bad. But the girls do sound really good, and their rapper is really wonderful. Like her voice is, it has a really nice tone to it. I don't know if she wrote or not, so I'm not gonna say that she's a great rapper, but. 
um, for what she did, it was it was good. I really liked it. Um, the song is just bad. Like that was the highlight for me. And then the whole music video is really a weird concept. I don't know. It's another one of those like change yourself to make yourself more attractive. But I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't dig that. It's not my thing. Um, but I did like the rapping part a lot. And uh, I mean, they're they're cute. I guess. I don't. I don't know. It's another music video that I thought was really underwhelming and bad. So, um, but I did want to bring it up and I'm sorry that I only have negative things to say, <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, I didn't make the new group. Hey, make bad music. at least we're talking about them. So we're one of the one out of, you know, millions of, you know, K-pop, you know, websites, websites or whatever, <laughs> that are actually talking about them. So, hey. yeah, we brought it up. We did it. We covered it. Deal with it. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Um, I do want to say. Uh, I know that there's like a lot of people out there um, that have tried to figure out what to comment to us about, or I wouldn't say I know a lot, but I have a feeling that there's probably people who just don't know what to bring up. So in this segment, I do want to say, if you want us to talk about a group, if you comment to us somewhere or email us about the group or something, we can look them up. Part of the reason that we don't know or talk about certain groups, especially Nugu groups that have debuts and stuff is because they fly under the radar and we don't know anything about them. So there's no point in talking about them. But if you tell us about them or say, hey, I like this group, you should check it out. Know that I might rip into your your favorite or somebody else might rip into your favorites. But it, it could be fun if you guys say, you know, hey, I like Two Eyes. You should totally check them out. Obviously, Two Eyes we already covered. But, uh, you know, you should check them out. It would have been cool to say, hey, somebody told me to look at this group. So now we're going to cover it. And this is what they've done. You know, I would do that. I would be happy to do that. It's just hard for me to go out and research blindly. Give me something. Come, uh, talk to us and give us topics and we'll totally talk about them. Uh, I would love to hit topics that people actually want to know about. Mm -hmm. um, continuing on, and the very last thing, and it was probably going to be the hot button for, uh, I have a feeling it probably would have been a hot button for Ash, uh, maybe Shannon, I don't know. But the last thing is Hyoren's song with Zico and Palo Alto came out called Dark Panda. And I cannot get on my soapbox for this song. And I'm very, I apologize. Um, I recently listened to a podcast uh, called The Read. And um, they made a good comment that, you know, some people just can't stand up on their, their soapbox for some things. So they should just kind of sit down. Or, you know, some people just want to sit down and they don't want to be a part of it. And the big thing that you can't do is bring people down for their fight. And I understand that there's a lot of uh, people who are very in their feelings about the braids and things like that. For me personally, um, when I really have an issue with braids, it's when they are your whole head or like the the kind of braids that only like you you only see in uh, black fashion and in general black culture. Uh, for me, these braids don't necessarily, and again, I'm not, I'm not a hair expert. I'm, I am a boy who does not really care about female hairstyles. I don't know anything about them. Like I literally, if you told me there were two different versions of like a bob cut, I'd be like, you're full of it. I just know <laughs> the one. I just, but I don't know. What do you mean? Like I, I don't know anything. So I'm, I'm coming. I'm telling you this. I am very ignorant to uh, these kind of hairstyles. But for me. It's never been offensive to me when I see people who have tight braids, but they're not like their full head of hair. It's not like cornrows. That's when it bothers me um, because that is like a fashion that I don't think people 
would like unless they were like, I want to be cool in black. Like that's what it screams to me. And and there, I know a lot of um, people who feel the same way where it's like, this isn't a, a hairstyle that we just thought was mega cool. It was a hairstyle that we needed. It was essential. Um, does it look cool on some people? Sure does. But for the most part, it doesn't look cool. And so it looks bad when you do that for this one, I don't really feel that way, but I understand why people do feel that way. And I respect the people that do feel that way, which is why I'm saying I can't get on my soapbox for this. Um, the song itself, I think, is freaking lovely. Um, I'm glad that Hyorin didn't rap and she just sang and I thought she sounded beautiful. Um, her little like talking fake rap parts were really pretty. Uh, I don't like Zico, but he's he's talented. I mean, he's a scumbag, but he's talented. I can't say that he's not talented just because I don't like him as a person. And Palo Alto was really good. I really liked his part. Um, but I like the song. I mean, I really dig the song. I think that everybody looks as good as they can, pretty much. Um, like I said, I know people have their have the way they feel about their braids and everything, and, and I respect that. Um, for me, personally, it didn't bother me, but I can see why it would bother some people. Yeah, well, I can't speak about the braids because I feel like it's not my place to. But um, as for everything else, I also love the song. I think it's so good and it's so chill. And I know a lot of people were upset because they thought that Hyorin was going to rap or whatever. But I'm glad she didn't because I feel like I really want her to start that all off with Unpretty Rap. Sorry, like once she gets off the whole Hyorin the rapper thing, I'd rather she just keeps it for now with Unpretty Rap. Sorry. Um, but I love it. She sounds great in the song. Uh, I don't really care for Zico. But he sounded good, and Paula also sounded good as well. Um, I like the the vibe of the music video. Um, uh, Hyorin in those harness shorts or whatever you want to call them. Oh my god! Hyorin <sighs> in that whole music video from the neck down, stellar. Like r really, if you could just get rid of her hair and that issue, stellar. Like <laughs> the whole time, she was beautiful. It was crazy. I was yeah. so feeling it. Like. I already am a Hyorin stand, but I was just like, I am way back on the boat. Like, sit me down in first class and I'll pay the money. I don't even care. I want to be on this boat. Like, oh, I want to be on the boat, the, the plane. <laughs> the helicopter. Whatever. I don't even care. Whatever it takes, just put Hyorin's face on it and I'll be there. Yeah. It was a great song and I like the music video as well. So I don't know. I thought it, they did well. I know it's definitely not the type of song Korea really likes, so I don't don't see it doing well on that well on the charts or whatever, but who cares? We all know Korea sometimes has questionable tastes, yeah. um, aka party. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I I do want to say though, um, you know, I do hope in the future as Hyorin goes on this rap adventure, she doesn't appropriate the culture. Mm. Um, that's really all I'm looking for. I understand that she's probably not going to be great or whatever, and that's yeah. fine. I just really don't want to see her walk out in like cornrows and tight braids and braids at all. I don't want braids just like be you. And you know, if you want to wear a snapback or something, that's fine. Chicks wear snapbacks and it has nothing to do with anything of cultural appropriation, but just don't like you, you got to walk carefully because I really like Hyorin and I like her a lot, but when she's going to be on unpretty rap star, I'm going to have a hard time saying or i'm gonna have a hard time believing i should say that like her label was like you need to dress like this i'm gonna be like you probably put this on yourself and that's where i'm gonna have an issue mm. so i do want to say like as as much as i'm a stand of her right now and i want to be on her boat and i want to just see everything that she's gonna do 
it's a fine line between her appropriating and her not, and she's walking it right now. Um, just for me personally, I don't feel that way, but I'm not going to say anybody else is wrong. Um, unless you have anything else. Mm, well, I was gonna, I was gonna kind of, but uh, when we get into the unpretty rap star. Um, oh yeah, we'll, we're gonna. Topic. We'll hit that. We're definitely gonna go over that. <clears throat> um, so we'll hit some fun things before we go into the serious stuff. Uh, I kind of picked these topics just because I thought they were fun. Um, I was I was hoping we'd have crazy Shannon opinionated monster on the show. <laughs> um, so you're gonna have to give us our best your best Shannon impression when we get through some of these. <laughs> like apple butter. <laughs> apple butter. No, you know what? Never mind. After the butter thing, we're not doing it. <laughs> uh, so the first one that I'm gonna go over is one that I extremely dislike, but we're gonna go over it because it might as well be spoken about. Uh, the first one is, uh, these were kind of like ranking things. Um, I got all of them from Amona, and I, I didn't read any of the comments. I'm sorry, Amona users, that I let you down. Uh, but <clears throat> I do want to point out that I did get them all from here, and I don't know how many people agreed or disagreed or not, but I'm just giving my opinion, so I don't, I don't know if I really care. Um, but this is a list of or netizens discussing male and female idols with the most unique vocal tones. Uh, so this is supposed to be people who are unique, who have a particular sound that stands out. And I, I want to stress that because I'm not, when I go into this, I'm not talking about people's singing abilities. I'm talking about unique vocal sounds. And even the, the, the title of the list is here are vo idols with unique vocal tones, disregarding how good they are at singing or their ability order doesn't matter. Um, Exo Suho, uh, Red Velvet's Joy. Girls' Generation's Taeyeon. I hope you guys see the, the issue I already have. Uh, BAP's Young J, uh, BTOB's uh, Changsub, and FX's Crystal. Uh, so, and then it said, in addition, I think Infinite Sunkyu, uh, Lovely's Key, uh, Shiny's Onu, and Vix's Leo have unique vocal tones. Now, this is my issue. Uh, I don't really think any of these people have unique vocal tones that are good, with the exception of Taeyeon. I think she is a good singer, but I do think her voice is kind of boring. Um, now, when I say that, I say that because I have heard so much of it that it doesn't stand out to me anymore. I don't know if it's just an issue of me not liking SNSD and the music they make, but for me, her unique vocal tone is not good. It's just that she's Taeyeon, and I don't know. I, I don't know. It just doesn't stand out to me. No, nobody in EXO, nobody's voice in EXO stands out to me as being particularly interesting. I think their good singers are good singers that just have good singing voices, and there's nothing special. Um, I do think Crystal has an interesting vocal tone. I will give you that. I don't see anything special about Red Velvet's Joy, personally. Um, it's annoying. It's the way I would describe her voice. And the description that other people have used is her voice is so baby-like and sweet. Yeah, annoying. To me, that is annoying. I don't know. Um, BAP's Young Jay, I can kind of see, I suppose. It's interesting to me that they would pick him. But then again, I guess he's a singer. And the other two guys that have interesting vocal tones are not singers. So I suppose this makes sense. Um, BTOB, I don't know enough about. So I can't speak on Chongsub's voice. And then FX is... 
Crystal, like I said, I can kind of get on board with this one. Uh, as for Infinite Sun Q, I do think he's very interesting and a very talented singer. Lovely's Key, I don't know. That's kind of out of my ballpark. Uh, Shiny Onu, I guess, but Jong Hyun's voice is way more interesting in terms of vocal tone. I think Onu is just a very strong vocalist. And then Vix's Leo, I, I can't speak on it because I don't listen to Vix. Yeah, I kind of pretty much agree. I mean, from that list, the only ones I can say really have a unique tone. Um, Chris, with Crystal, hers is unique, but then again, she does, her and her sister sounds alike, alike to me at times. So mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if we want to put them together, would it make them just unique? But then again, there was some, there's a girl, uh, singer from the duo group as one who has the same airy type as voices them. So I don't, to me, it's because I've heard it in other groups and stuff like that. It's not too unique, but I can see why it is for people who don't really follow everyone in K-pop or like, you know, someone like as one, but, um, uh, mm, yeah, I mean, to be honest, most of those mem people that were mentioned in this list, I feel like are, they're good singers, but unique was going to be something I would label their voices as. Right. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, so if you had to pick two people to add to this list, who would they be? Who has a two people that have unique vocal tones? To make it interesting, pick a, a guy and a girl. Uh, and remember, their ability to sing doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> I guess they just have to hold a note or something. I don't know. Well, for girls, I keep going back to Hyora in my mind because I feel like no one really has her voice. That's that's where I would go to, yeah. That's what um, I was thinking. Like her, or maybe Yeun, um for Wonder Girls because she's another one that um, I don't feel like I I don't really hear her kind of vocal tone with other idols. Um, for males, that's harder for me. Um, I guess Junke from Two PM. I feel like okay. his vocal, his, his uh vocal, his uh his tone is different from others in K-pop. For me, if I wasn't picking uh, Hyorin, which I think is kind of the obvious one, um, the fact that she's not on this list hurts my feelings actually because mm -hmm. I think she probably has the most unique vocal tone amongst popular idols. But I thought I mean, she would be, but. That's I thought she was a shoe in for it, but I I don't know. I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> I guess I'm wrong a lot. She's uh, idol. Right. The other one that I would pick is probably Hwasa from Mamamoo. Um, mm. There's really nobody who sings like her right now. Her vocal tone is somewhere between like a. It, it's like a different version of of Hyorin's a little bit. Like they have a similar kind of raspiness to them, but hers is a little more like gruff and I, I don't want to use the term raw because that's the term that I kind of use to describe the difference between alien Hyorin. So mm -hmm. I feel weird using that tone again, but it's like, it's so interesting to me. Every time I hear her voice, I want to listen to it more. Yeah. And it's one of those ones that I don't get tired of. Um, typically like strange vocal tones will get tiring for me. Uh, it like, um, I don't, I just wouldn't put her there. Uh, the, I mean, for dudes, the shoe in that I would put is Taeyang. Like no one really sounds like him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why people kind of come and go with how they feel about him, which is totally understandable to me. Uh, like I've said a million times, Daesung is the way stronger singer. I mean, he is his voice is very solid, but it's not really super unique to me. Um, it's just super duper strong and solid. And he, his voice is lovely. I mean, don't get me wrong. Me saying it's not super unique doesn't make it any less lovely in any sort of way. Mm. Um, but I think that Taeyang's voice is more interesting to listen to because uh, it has a different kind of vocal tone. But again, I do have a hard time listening to him repeatedly on repeat. Like I, I have a hard time listening to everything that he's done solo, I couldn't just do it in one sitting. And I love him. I stand him, but I just, I couldn't do it because unique vocal tunes eventually become too much for me. And I have, I have to put too much focus into listening to it for whatever reason. So Mm -hmm. that would, that would be my pick personally. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, let's see, we also have another one. (laughs) Here's the next one. And this wonderful adventure of idols that are probably way too many SM idols. Actually, I haven't looked at this one yet, so I don't know, but netizens discuss male idols with the prettiest smiles. Uh, so it's just going to be dudes, and obviously it has nothing to do with anything other than their big old smiles. Uh, but the the reason I picked it pretty much is, number one is, uh, and I don't know if the order matters, I don't think it does, but uh, G-Dragon from Big Bang. Um, the next one is uh, Beast Lee Kikwang, which is funny, this is two people that Amona doesn't really like in a row. <laughs> um, BTOB's Lim Hyunsuk who I totally agree with and his wonderful, magnificent eye smile. And then the last one is Shiny's Onu. Um, oh, I guess not last one. Sorry. BTS's V is also on here and mm. Infinite's uh, Woohyun. So, I, I mean, it's funny because the, the thing that stands out to me is most of these guys have pretty, like, notorious eye smiles. Mm. Um, and then you have, like, GD who just has a really big smile. <laughs> like it's it's interesting to me a little bit that you have this one guy who doesn't really have he doesn't really fit in the the scheme of everybody else that you picked. But I do get it. Um it does make sense to me. Uh so I don't know. What do you think about this list in particular? And if you could add somebody, who would it be? Um well I don't really have any strong feelings to this list. Um I guess they all have nice smiles. Uh don't particularly care for much for any of the ones mentioned. But um, if I had to add someone to the list, I would add JB from God 7 Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, he's got a lovely smile. I wouldn't mind adding JB. That'd be fine. Uh, JB or Junior, like, they both have that smile that just, ugh. I wouldn't add Junior only because he gets, like, super crow's feet. <laughs> just, I don't know. It's too much for me. Like, he he suddenly goes from being, like, super young and fresh to, like, an old man. <laughs> you're, just like, you're cute. I love your old man smile, but it's very old man of you. Um, I would I would either put uh, Taeyang or Daesung. I mean, I'm obviously going to pick from a group that I stand. I, I could also put, like, Bobby here. Um, but they're, I like really big smiles, like big, obnoxious, face-eating kind of smiles. So I'm cool with Onu being here, especially because he is like the king of having a giant face-eating smile. Mm. Um, but I really have always liked Taeyang's smile. It's very sincere and sweet. And then Daesung has no face when he smiles. So, I mean, he's a shooting <laughs> for me. Like, I'm going to pick him right away. Uh, I mean, I, I guarantee you he cannot drive and smile at the same time. It's not even a thing. Oh, I bet it's it. This I just completely disappear. Yeah, 
in this in this line of of, <laughs> of good looking male idols, before we get to the good looking the five best looking male idols that I probably won't agree with, we do have to talk about the four male idols who aren't good looking but have attractive appeal. <laughs> Uh, Which is like the meanest thing I've ever heard. But it's just—it's a nice way of saying uh, you're talented, but you're ugly. You're talented, or you're ugly, and but you're ugly, or your personality is wonderful, but you're ugly is yeah. basically what this is saying. So the first one is uh, Kim Sung Kyu. The next one is Nam Joon. <laughs> um, and then who are the other two? This is like the two that people really talked about. Uh, here we go. Uh, BTOB's uh, CEO Unquang and Vix's Leo. Really? Uh, I'm a little surprised on this one. I'm I'm gonna say uh, the OP of this article um, also has a bias for Leo, so shout out to you. I'm not gonna say your name because it has too many numbers, but you are a listener, so thank you for listening, and thank you for this article that we're talking about. But um, I don't agree with this one. <laughs> like, I don't like Leo at all, but I can't put him on this list. He's kind of handsome. He has kind of like a creepy handsome, but he's kind of handsome. I don't he think is. I don't think you could put him on this list. You know how, like, they always talk about flat, pretty flowery boys? To yeah. me, he's like a black rose, you know? Yeah, right? Dark, like, pretty. I, like sometimes though when I see him I just think he's probably sitting in the corner like I'm so goth I'm a witch <laughs> like, I just have a hard time taking him seriously but um, I, I do think like he's really good looking so him being on this list is like why, why is he here I don't yeah. like he has really nice facial proportions and everything I don't nah, I don't know yeah. Uh, maybe because he has, I guess, strong, they don't really like strong features, which what, oh, what he has. Yeah. Um, so they, they label as that unique looks instead of pretty looks or good looking. Right, yeah. So is there is there anybody that you're willing to admit that you find attractive that is not attractive? Like maybe it's their personality or maybe it's just something about their look in general that you like, but you know other people don't like. Hmm. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Um, I guess it would be Junho for two of two p.m. for me, because I mean I found him good looking, but a lot of people always put him on their bottom of their list when it rank, comes to ranking. Which I totally disagree looks. with. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, he's at the top for me, right there at the very the first one. Him, <laughs> it's like him, a gap, everyone else. Yeah, like I find him. I don't know because I think for us in Korea, it's like they're guys with like monolids or maybe he could have small eyes. I don't know what it is, but in Korea, he's not deemed you know handsome or very you know good looking or like because yeah, yeah. you know that's all that's how it goes to like Nikun or Woo Young or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Juno never gets mentioned. It sucks because he's so good looking to me. Yeah, I think I think he's really good looking. So. I mean, I, I like every time I see that, I'm just like, I can't agree with this because I think he's incredibly good looking. Um, the person that I was going to pick, um, it, I think it's just an influence of so many people that I talk to that don't like him or think he's really ugly. But I think the majority of people do find him attractive. I was going to pick Jackson. Um, I really, 
like there's a lot of people who think he's ugly. I think How? I don't know because he has bad skin. That's all I can come up with is like he has bad skin. I don't know. But I think his personality is really sweet and endearing. Um he's like the big stupid best friend that you would love to have. He's like Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, you know, like, <laughs> or I guess he's more like Eddie from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, right? Like he's just your big stupid friend. No, Eddie's the short one, right? I don't uh, remember. Which one, think, the, which one, the shortest one? Yeah. The shortest one is Eddie, right? Uh, the shortest one is um, Eddie. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's Eddie and then double D and then Ed is the big tall one. So yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like Ed, right? Like he's your big, dumb bump, not big, but he's your, he's your bumbling dumb friend that you love and want to take care of and like dote on. And he's, he's just wonderful. Right. Uh-huh. I just don't feel like he's ugly enough to be put on this list or I wouldn't say ugly enough, but I don't think enough people find him unattractive uh, for me to think it's okay to put him on this list. Um, the only issue that I run into is that I don't know who I would put on this list. <laughs> um, so the person that I would put on this list is the person that nobody on Amona will agree with me on, or a lot of people, I suppose. But to me, he's very ugly, and I like literally his face bothers me. Um, but Dong Wu from Dong Wu from Infinite, I think, is probably the most unattractive person in all of K-pop to me. Uh, I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. For me, he is absolutely, without a doubt, the most unattractive person in K-pop for me. But his personality, and I'm not going to say I find him attractive because I don't, but his personality is fantastic. Like, he is genuinely a really sweet dude. And I wish that his, like, whatever it is about his features didn't bug me so much because he is so genuinely nice and such a nice dude like i have a hard time even saying that like i find him so ugly because i know he's such a good guy that i'm just like i could never say that to your face because you're a sweetheart and i'm afraid you would cry <laughs> so so wait you just reminded me i have someone better unhyuk from super junior oh my god yeah <laughs> he definitely belongs on this list <laughs> I mean, he's a he's sweet and he's nice and he dances like no like it's nobody's business. But I'm so sorry, Unhyuk. But uh, I'm sorry. I think back to the earlier days of Super Junior, and oh my gosh, Unhyuk, so bad for him, so bad. Yeah, no, it's it's no good. Um, and I think that was the oh, I skipped the best looking one. I don't know if I still have that open. I might not have it open. Sorry, I closed the five best-looking ones and tough. I don't have it open, so I'm sure it's full of EXO members, so it's okay if we skip. Uh, it. I know Top was on it and Minnow was on it from Shiny, uh, but uh, probably a bunch of people I won't agree with. So instead of doing that one, we're gonna skip it because I closed it. I'm sorry, uh, but no, I just want you to know that that list. I saw you and I don't agree. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> um so moving on to i guess the some of the like me, the meat and potatoes i would say uh the first thing we're going to talk about is star empire is auctioning off their headquarters uh the building's estimated value is 2.3 or 2 3.2 excuse me uh dyslexia apparently uh million usd um they are forced to sell it now and are trying to sell it for 1 million usd uh so i mean nine muses is on star empire 
uh, Zia or Child of Empire, however you know them, is also on Star Empire. And they've had tons of scandals and all kinds of issues with their label and fighting their label. And it's like, it's just not getting better. Like everything that they do, like we get like a comeback or we get talk of a comeback or we get something. And then we get like one of the members of, of Zia is going to enlist in the military. And now Star Empire's headquarters is going to be gone. It's just like, it's like no matter what they do, they're going downwards. And it sucks because I really like Nine Muses. And I'm only bringing this topic up because I love Nine Muses. And it's just like, how do we save Nine Muses from this terrible company? Like, how do I rescue them? I just need to know, do I got to fly there? What do I got to do? I got to make a million dollars and buy their company? What do, what do I got to do? Tell me what I got to do, Korea. I need to save them. Yeah, I mean, I have lots of love for Zaya, and I feel like it just so sucks that as a group, they haven't really gone anywhere. I mean, individually, they're doing, some of them are doing very well, but as a group, as a whole, but it's, they haven't been, and then it's just like them having individual popularity just hasn't been enough for um, the company. And um, it just sucks because, again, that them and Nine Muses, they're both groups with so much potential. And this is a company that clearly has not done much for it or much for them. And and then, you know, we already saw the, the fall of jewelry. And, you know, I'm pretty sure they only survived the song because they're taking away the youth of Baby J. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Baby J, who is now gran- Grandma J. Like, I, I guess. Poor girl. She's so wonderful. Yeah, but I mean, they pretty much were the why, you know, jewelry ended up the way they did and they had to disband that way. And it just sucks. And I can't somebody buy their company out as well so that way they can get better management. I don't know. Like, get them a new building and get them new management. Somebody buy this company. Somebody <laughs> not SM. Please purchase Star Empire. Come That's on. All I ask. Yeah, low end entertainment. I know you have money. Come on yeah, out. get out there, Lowen. You like pretty girls. Come on. <laughs> Help me out. Please yeah. save me. I'm sure um, IU has given you enough money at this point with all her number one songs. Yeah, yeah, for real. You guys can afford to buy Zaya and your four and nine muses. So let's go. Let's do this. Let's do it. Pick them up right now. Do it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm like like when I read this the first time, I was low-key miserable for like a good five minutes. We're just like, that's it, man. I'm never going to see my baby girls and I muses again. Like they're going to keep releasing Instagram music videos because they can't afford to make a real one. And it's just, it's going to be over for me. So I, I don't know. I mean, uh, just, it sucks. Like, honestly, there's only a few times where like a label starts going under and like, I, you know, I'm making jokes about it and it's funny, you know, like we can, we can be silly about it and we can laugh. But it sucks really bad for the two groups that are on that label. And they're talented. Like, I'm not a huge Zia fan, but there are plenty of people in that group that are really talented. And if it wasn't for their terrible debut song, like, there would be no issue, I feel, with with that group. I think people would just either be like, I don't like them, or I don't know them. That's it. Instead, you have people who are, like, passionately like, remember when they made this stupid song? It's like, yeah, we all remember it, okay? We remember. We were there. <laughs> it's fine. It's over. <laughs> it's coming on. Um... So I don't know, like, it, it just sucks. There was recently a post that was like the 10 worst debuts of all time. And both 
Nine Muses and Child of an Empire made it on that list. And I was just like, man, this is so telling for this whole thing. Like, I just thought about that when I read this and I was just like, man, that sucks. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do, you know? Um, so, so it does suck. And I hope the best for those two groups. Um, uh, after the, like, triumph of the leader of Zia, like, taking over the company, I really hoped that things were going to be different. But I guess... I guess not. No, I mean, after that, they just shipped him off to be a DJ at random clubs and never to show his face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, he did go on, um, what do you call it, Running Man. But that said, like, you've never seen him after that. I don't know what, what they did to him. Did they put him in the dungeon, the basement? I don't know. They took the company back and were like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so the next one that I have uh, recently Model Kim Jin Kyung uh, was on the TV show My Little Television, which is a live TV program. Um, and people feel like she reacted negatively towards the MC telling her, some people say you look like CL. Her response to the host was, what are you doing? Um, now, I'm going to talk on this first. Like... Mm -hmm. I think that especially as a model, because because your look is highly valued, I mean, more so than any other real industry, like models are literally made on their face. <laughs> that is that is how you become a thing. Male idols, female idols, well, or female models, I should say. Some female models are made on their body, sure. I mean, you're always gonna have your Kate Uptons and all that stuff, but for the most part, it is about your face and how you use your face and how you present yourself in pictures. And it's all face. Like your face is your most uh, wanted and important commodity as a, as a model. It's That's the bottom line. So being told that you look like somebody else kind of devalues you in terms of like what you do and how you got there. I mean, if, if I was to, if, if I was a model, right and let's say like i was being i was always heralded as being handsome or whatever like if somebody was like oh you look like uh i don't know anybody just any person i would kind of be like man no i look like me like that would be my first thought is to say like no i look like me because for for me at that point it would be my face is the most important thing to me it is my money maker um thank thank god my, my job does not require me to be good looking but um if i was in that industry i can understand why you would have this reaction of like wait a minute no don't don't say i look like anybody like i, I don't want to be compared to anybody right but uh, of course blackjacks being blackjacks who are just i don't know they're powder kegs of angry for, for everything i don't know if it's because their their queen and cl is off like making trap music or what or breaking up to anyone or whatever you want to call it but um they got really really angry and we're just like you don't look like cl or you need to apologize or, you're fake or please die some people were telling this poor girl this model to please die because why? Because she said that she didn't want to, you know, because her response to being called, like, looking like somebody else is that she felt offended. And it, it's not even like she was super mad and, like, slapped the dude or anything. She just was like, what are you doing? And people are kind of upset about it. And I feel like people just do the most. Like, you have to do the most when things like that happen. 
for whatever reason, people just have to go nuts and attack Instagram and all this stuff. And uh, they really went super in on her to the point where she had to release an official apology about how she reacted towards being told she looks like somebody else. Mm. I don't know. Um, I guess the last bit of the story is her apology was, uh, hello, this is Kim Jin Kyung. Regarding 2 member CL, I wanted to bravely apologize for my thoughtless actions. I think my rude and thoughtless actions towards CL when mentioned made both her and her friends uncomfortable, and I sincerely apologize. I also apologize that I disappointed all of my fans who supported me during this incident. I will try to become a Kim Jin Kyung uh, who, that acts more carefully. Uh, netizens still kind of heaped on her for it. Uh, some netizens even said she didn't need to do that, which is, I don't know. Like, she got crushed. I mean, there's some rude comments on here. It kind of makes sense for her to say something, but I totally agree that it's totally unnecessary. I don't think, mm. I don't really think it needed to happen. And then CL kind of made an Instagram post, and it's like, whatever, and under the thing it had a hashtag that said, I could have made a hater famous. And I'm just like, man, I hope, I really hope that you're not being this shady, because of all the things you could resort to, this is the one, this is this is what you would do when, you're, when your fans are ripping apart some poor girl for no reason, and you just put fuel on the fire, like, I, I don't know, I really hope that that's not what it's towards. Yeah, I mean... I saw her photo, and I can kind of see the resemblance, but at the same time, I don't think she exactly looks like CL. So, I mean, I agree with, with your sentiment on the fact that she is a model, so I don't think she really wants to be seen as, oh, you are a so-and-so look-alike, or, or and become, you know, kind of known for that. Because um, especially when you're a model, I think it's what one of your job is to kind of stand out from the crowd. Right. And, um, and just, you know, be that model that everyone knows, like, oh, that's so-and-so. And, you know, her look is unique. And she, you know, we want her to be part of our, you know, to be a model for our product or whatever it is. So, you know, I think when you're like, oh, you like you look like so-and-so. And especially when it's someone, I'm not saying CL is ugly, but, you know, before, you know. You don't have to. Korea has said it multiple times. <laughs> but this is that, important, too. Yeah, like, Korea has always, you know, dogged CL for her looks and everything like that. And I'm sure it's something that's kind of widely known. So it's probably something she knows as well. So she was like, you're saying I look like someone people say is ugly. Like, you know. Are you so, calling me ugly? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know how her reaction was because I didn't see the video or anything of that nature. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm not surprised some fans have gotten a bit crazy because fans get a little crazy and touchy when someone when they feel like someone is calling their idol ugly or whatever it is and to be honest i feel like at this point you shouldn't care because i mean CL's looking great you know she's getting all that lovely makeup on by that uh that famous uh makeup artist or whatever and she's looking the i guess what people consider the best she's ever looked uh, since her debut, and um, you know, she's just gonna care. She CL's doing her thing, and if this one model doesn't want to look like, be saying she looks like CL, then it should be fine. You'd be like, 
you should as fans you should be like yeah she doesn't look like cl cl's unique and nobody can look like her or whatever yeah. it is, you know like why get offended over that i don't really see the point and it sucks that she has to give this like winded apology which i'm pretty sure she doesn't want to give but it's forced to because people are being cray cray and attacking her so. yeah yeah so basically blackjacks um y'all need to take a chill pill relax a little bit I mean, you could say that it's rude to say that or whatever, but I also don't think people are looking at it from, like you said, the, you know, her face is her moneymaker. Standing out is what she's supposed to be doing. So not doing that is like, I don't know. You you need to stand out. That's the thing. So it's kind of a pain. Mm. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about is Unpretty Rap Star. Or sorry, not Unpretty Rap Star yet. That's going to be the end. I'm sorry. Spoilers. Uh, we're <laughs> going to talk about Show Me the Money because it's essential towards the Unpretty Rap Star incoming uh, thing that we'll go through. Um, so uh, why do I have this in the weird order? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so un uh, Show Me the Money recently ended. The semifinals were... Filled with features, uh, which is pretty typical of how the semi, well, how one of the performances usually go in showing the money. You always have some sort of like uh, highlight feature, one or two typically. Uh, so in this in this scenario for the semifinals, they all had highlight features, um, and it was you know the two or it was the four artists two v two or I'm sorry, uh, both of them in separate sides of the bracket, and then the two winners met at the end for the finale. Uh, so it was. Black Nut featuring Jesse, also known as Jessica Ho, also known as uh, the person who made Unpretty Rap Star 1 worth watching, uh, versus Mino featuring Taeyang. Um, a lot of people had problems with this, and, and so I'm going to touch this first. Uh, a lot of people had problems with the fact that Mino got the easiest competition because the other side of the bracket was Basic and Innovator. <laughs> and they are definitely the juggernauts of the show. So they put the two juggernauts together, and then they put the two weak links together. Now, obviously, everybody knew that Mino was going to make it to the end. Um, it, it was pretty much set in stone. A lot of people were already saying that uh, YG was going to win, which I, de I didn't necessarily agree with. And I did think if Mino was going to win, it would be out of talent and would be out of actual earning the respect. Um, I know a lot of people have problems with Bobby winning last season. Personally, I don't. I think Bobby had the best season out of everybody, and I think most of his songs were bangers, and that's why he won. I mean, you can not like his style of rap, sure, but at the time when all his music came out, that was hot. Like, his style was exactly what everybody wanted to listen to. Everybody went nuts for it. And that's it. I mean, it's hard to look at it as any other way. Uh, so we had Black Nut and um, Mino, which both gave us more personal songs. Uh, and Mino kind of won this by <laughs> a pretty big margin. A lot of people were upset because they feel like Black Nut is a better rapper. But I think Black Nut is such a terrible person that he probably shouldn't have even been on the show this far. I also don't think he's that good. Um, he's he's not bad, but I don't think he's better than a lot of the guys that left. So for me, him getting kicked off was like a an inevitability, and I'm kind of glad that Mino put the books the boots to him and did it at this point. I would have been horrified if Black Nut had won. Show me the money. First off, um, I would have been even more mad if he was in the finale. So I'm fine with this. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you feel either way or if you watched either of the two performances. I haven't. No. Okay. <laughs> I, no, no, that's okay. It's okay. I figured. Um, 
so yeah, that that all happened. Both the songs were very personal. Uh, Mino's song with Taeyang was probably my favorite of all of his performances, and unfortunately, that's why I don't think he should have won because he only had one really, really good performance, in my opinion. <clears throat> but I think the song's very lovely. Um, I think it's a song that everybody would like, so you should totally check it out because I think it's really nice. It's very pretty. Um, it's about being scared, <laughs> so I like it. <laughs> I, I totally dig it. Um, then we had Basic featuring Mamamoo, which is why I wish Ash was here, so she could stand Mamamoo, because they were pretty fantastic, with the exception oh. of their appropriation that went on in that. I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> Mamamoo! <laughs> Nailed it. I like it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Basic featuring Mamamoo and, against Innovator featuring Lehigh. Um, Innovator was on Tablo's little crew, so it made sense. The team YG, basically, so it makes sense that they got a YG member. <clears throat> um, again, both of these songs were pretty personal. I mean, um, Basic was more of like a party song, and Mamamoo's voices were freaking lovely. Like, that group harmonizes so well. I would have voted for him just because of this freaking performance. <laughs> like, just because he had Mamamoo, I was like, oh, man. But I actually like Basic. I think, like I said, Basic and Innovator were the juggernauts on the show. I mean, they're they're very, very good veterans. Um, you always have, like, one veteran on the show that outlasts a lot of people. And we had two this time in Basic and, and Innovator. So it kind of sucks that they went head-to-head -head before... We got to the finale. They probably should have been the finale, honestly. But it is what it is. Basic pulled out the win. Um, you know, beat Black Nut. And then we went to the finale where everybody thought Mino was just going to take it. Luckily, he did not and was pretty handedly crushed by Basic at the very end. I mean, I think he had like 15,000 votes to like 30,000 or some craziness like that. I mean, the points total was out of control. He, he, got, he got beat pretty bad. Uh, or maybe it was like 12, something like that. But it, it was bad. Um, but it, it basically, Show Me the Money ended as it should, where a talented veteran rapper did take the win after actually performing better music. Um, part of the reason that I don't agree with everybody saying that Vasco should have won last season is because I think Vasco's music kind of fell off. Um, he had a couple bangers, but that was it. In in this situ situation, I feel like Basic and Innovator both were great throughout the whole show. Um, and I think that Minnow's only good song isn't enough to be solid from Basic and his song being at coming out at the same time and being literally just as good, if not better. So, it, I mean, it's very, very difficult. Um, he also, I think, made the most money in one song over any other Show Me the Money contestant, but I'll have to double check that. But he was in, like... 2 million something won or some nonsense like it, it was crazy he made a lot of money or 2000 something like that whatever the total is he was way up there um it was very very impressive very 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 strong performance from basic and i'm very happy he won uh as an as a ellie fan too i'm sure ellie's out there super excited that her opa won so that's <laughs> yeah. um but what we did get on this finale was the first appearance of the entire Unpretty Rap Star cast. Yeah. So we got to see every single member of this cast have a verse. Like, it was a short verse, you know, probably like eight, eight lines, something like that. There's nothing super serious, but we did get a taste of what the season is to come. So uh, a wonderful Amona user, um, Bunka1990, 
I don't know if I said your name right. I'm really sorry if I didn't. But she wrote uh, a very good guide to the girls that are going to be on Unpretty Rap Star. I am not going to read your whole guide because you threw shade at people that I don't like. <laughs> so, and it's nothing against you. I understand everybody has their own opinion, but I'm not going to read all of the parts. But I am going to use the, the people that you listed because it's all the people that are on the show. Um, so we're going to go over the girls. I don't know if you remember who did what, but we'll at least talk about them. Um, so there is uh, On So Min, also known as Soom. Uh, there is Trudy, sometimes spelled Trudy with no E and sometimes spelled Trudy with an E. I don't know why. Um, she is a, she wants to become Tasha, obviously. Um, well, that's the one that sounded just like Yumi Day. That yes, yeah. <laughs> That's the her. one with the with the braid, the pigtails, the cornrows, the yeah. pigtails or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that uh, thing. Um, Moon Su Sua, who is a trainee on YG. Um, nobody really knows anything about her. Uh, Casper, who is a English speaking uh, artist that was going to be an idol and then decided to not become an idol and join the group Play the Siren. That's not good. Um, she also has a solo solo mixtape, and she does a lot of stuff for hip-hop and stuff. She's pretty wonderful, um, I guess, except not as an artist. So there's that. Um, <clears throat> Gilmy, who is obviously the winner of Show Me the Money, and we should probably drop the mic here. But she is a wonderful, talented artist. Um, she was in the group Clover, which was a group that was basically made for her <laughs> to showcase her ability. Um, she's also done. She's also been a solo artist. She's released two full uh, solo albums, and she's had multiple singles. Um, and she's done pretty okay. But her most success has come. You know, featuring with uh, Unjuan from uh, God, what is what was his group? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. I'm sorry that I'm terrible with that group name. Uh, I always forget it. I like him, but I just don't know his group. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone. Uh, there's also Kitty B. Kitty B is a pretty um, famous underground female rapper. She got kind of big uh, with the lack of female artists really like that's pretty much what put her on the lack of female artists in the, in the no um, timey dissed her in, in a song along with Jolly V. Um, oh no, sorry. Jolly V dissed her, excuse me, dissed her and timey uh, in a song called bad bitches. And she responded with the song called I am a woman. It's, it's not so bad, but uh, um, she's done a song with Zion T who's freaking wonderful and makes that song half decent. And for the most part, all the rest of her music is pretty boring. Um, she does have a jam called must be nice. It's okay. I, I think it gets a lot more hype than it deserves, but it is what it is. So Kitty B, um, there's also a girl named Ashby. Uh, she's okay. Ash's <laughs> what? Ash's twin sister. Yeah. Ash's, Ash's twin sister. She's going to be on here quoting all of her raps and everything. I can't wait for that. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not really a big fan of her, but uh, she's there. She has a music video. Um, I believe it's, yeah, Be My, By My Side, excuse me. Um, so you can go check it out if you want to. It's like filmed in like a 
convenience store or something, which is cool. I like that aesthetic. I always like convenience store music videos for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, there's also a girl named Highs who unfortunately is famous for being Crucial Star's girlfriend, <laughs> which sucks really bad. Um, but she's really good. I really enjoy her voice a lot, and I love Crucial Star. So the fact that they have songs together is fantastic and very cute to me. Um, but she's she's very talented. I like her a lot. She's kind of awkward. Uh, and then we also have uh, Yeezy from Five Star, who's pretty good. Uh, I got no complaints, really. Um, she's done a couple things. Um, and she's worked with a bunch of people, <clears throat> so we can kind of see what's going to happen there. I, I don't, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm the idols. I'm very, I don't know. I don't know because the next idol that we have is Yubin of the Wonder Girls. Um, I don't even, I don't know if she writes. That's my only issue. Does she write? Do you know? Has she written mm -hmm. before? Yes. Yes. Okay, she does the write. New album. Okay. Yeah, she has writing credit. Okay, cool. So she does write at least, so there's that. I'm, I'm cool with this. Um, and then we have Kim Hyorin, who is the main vocalist slash everything of Sister, apparently, now at this point. Um, she has kind of rapped a little bit before, and she's also rapped... Uh, she, she, like, rapped on some show or something. But uh, So that's the cast. Um, a couple idols triple idols i should say and some kind of famous but unfortunately famous uh rappers um i don't know how you feel about the cast after seeing them perform i'm a little underwhelmed um it was basically like me watching it and going wow gilmy's really a lot better than all of these girls it's the only feeling that i got from it i mean for me first for, is well, a lot of people were kind of like that too happy that the ones that got the loudest cheers was uh, Hyorin and uh, Yubin, but people need to kind of also realize they're the most known ones of the whole group. Yeah. Um. So of course people are gonna kind of like cheer, but I feel like no one was extremely horrible. But then again, I don't. It was something a very small taste of what is to come. So I don't feel like we, I can completely judge anyone based off uh, based off on that performance but i mean i don't know i mean to be honest a lot of these girls voices blended to me because a lot of them have that kind of the same tone so i'm like i didn't really again as me as well i didn't really feel like anyone completely stood out 100 percent um i was just happy to see that uh you've been nor here into too terrible i felt <laughs> so I was like, okay. yeah no i think a lot of people just want to dog on them there were a lot of bad comments about the both of them and i yeah. think people just wanted to attack them because they're the most well known but i don't think they did bad i mean i would rather for me when I watch that performance, I would much rather listen to uh, Hyorin's part or Yubin's part over um, Kitty B, who everybody was going crazy for. I thought her part was garbage. And then Trudy, like, I can just go listen to Tasha. Why do I need a fake Tasha? I don't need another Tasha. Her, her entire flow literally sounded like Tasha wrote it for her and taught her how to do it. And it's, it's, I don't want that. I don't want a copycat. I don't need copycats. When I could go listen to fantastic, wonderful Tasha herself, like all of the time, whenever I want, I can just Google her name and boom, there's a million about her. I don't need a fake one. So 
And I saw a lot of people who were like, oh, it was good because of that. And I'm just like, no, it's not good because of that reason. Because she's style biting and it's boring. I don't want that. Yeah, I mean, but it did pique my interest. Like, I I don't know any of the underground rappers or any of the rappers outside of the idol ones. So I will, you know, because now I'm definitely going to be watching it just because it because you know, I I feel like I have to. Right, um, of course, of course. But um, I'm I'm excited for it. Um, but like you were saying, yeah, a lot of people have been hating on, especially the idols. Well, especially just Yubin and Hyorin, especially Hyorin the most because you know, a lot of people are questioning as to why is she on this show, and I can understand why. But at the same time, I feel like there, even if you feel like she's taking a spot, someone more deserving to more deserving deserves it. I, I think I said that right, right? Um, but <laughs> I confused myself just a second. I think that's but, right. Um, I think that's right. Um, but I feel like it's always nice to have like that one wild card where you don't know how it's going to go for that person. Like you don't, you're not for sure. Is this person going to be really good or is this person going to be really bad? You know? Mm. And I feel like she's that she's a great wild card. And also I feel like why can't, why can't one, why can't a person who, you know, someone expand their horizons? So people, so many people are like, well, she's a singer. Why is she on this show? But why can't she be on this show? I mean, yeah, more rappers could be on this show. But then at the same time, it's like this is her expanding herself out there more. And I feel like this is a chance for her. I'm not expecting her to win this, to be honest, her nor you, Ben. But I just want them to do well enough that people, they can showcase what they have and people, it can change people's minds. And I feel like it's not really fair to Hyorin to get so much hate. Like, I can understand people disliking the fact that she's on the show or whatever, or feel like she's not deserving of it. But at the same time, I feel like people are too angry at the fact that she's on the show. And just yeah. because she's a singer. And I feel like, well, you don't know what she can show you. You can, she can surprise you. And I feel like people are just so mad because I, pe- I think like people are so set on the fact that idols have certain roles. Like you're the main singer, you're the you're the rapper or whatever it is. And that when you try to get outside of that role, people get mad. You're like you're. It feels like she's taking in everything, or like you know she's you know, like she's Hyorin to me has someone has always been someone who wants to wants to grow. Like that's how Hyorin is. She wants to be the best at everything, but for her personally because. It's what she wants. It's her music. It's her passion. She loves mm-hmm. it, and I feel like it's not fair to not to not give her that chance to expand herself or to, you know, for her to grow as an artist. Because you know what, idol life is not forever. I don't expect Sister to be together forever. So you know, this I feel like this is just the very first step for her to grow into something more than just Sister's Hyorin. and um. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Her and you've been in all the other contestants because I'm kind of I kind of enjoyed everything I saw a bit from that one performance. So I'm very curious to see how it all is going to go down. I'm sure they're going to use Jordan to be the mean one because I'm sure they'll pan her having this angry look on her face and suddenly oh she hates this other member or whatever it is. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, but yeah, I just, I think a lot of the Hyorin hate is really unnecessary. Like, I can understand if you're mad at the fact that a singer is on the show, but I feel like you're just too, some people are just too mad, and I just don't understand why. Yeah, I think, I think that people just kind of need to let people live and do what they want to do. Like, yeah, there's idols on the show. Deal with it. Nobody would have watched them Pretty Rap Star if there wasn't. Like, I'm sorry, but 
the episodes of Show Me the Money that did the best were when they put Bobby on it. That's why there's so many idols on the next one. Like, you guys want it to be the show about real rappers and all this stuff, but then you don't want to watch. So why should they care about catering to you when they could cater to the vast majority of people that do care about all these idols that are going to watch for all these idols? Like, I don't know what you want. And there's just not enough. I mean, there are female rappers out there. There's a bunch of people who got scuffed from this list. I totally agree. But there's just not enough of them to merit saying, hey, we're just going to put I we're just going to put real rappers on the show with quotes like people complained about Jessica Ho being on the show. But Jessica Ho has always been involved in hip hop music. She's always has been. That's been her thing is hip hop music. She belongs there more than anybody. Really, she's been in the game for a while. So what do you like? The only person who belonged there more than her is Cheetah. And Cheetah also, I guess we forgot, came from basically an idol group. So I don't I'd like a duet. But still, it's like you, you guys are just people pick and choose when it's okay for you to go and when it's not okay. Like nobody complained about Casper being on the show, but Casper might as well be an idol. That might as well be what she is. The only reason she's not an idol is because she didn't want to do the idol life. That's it. But she's basically an idol. Like she is in play the siren for her looks, not for her talent. I'm sorry. That's why she's there. She's there because she already has a fan base from the people that knew about her. That's it. She's not there for talent. She's not, she's not good. So I, I mean, it's just it's frustrating that people pick and choose when it's okay for you to be like a real rapper or when it's not okay for you to be a real rapper. Like if it hadn't been artists from YG, but a rapper that had won Show Me the Money the first time that an idol won, I bet you people wouldn't be as mad about it because it's not YG. If it had been like Ravi had gone on the show and actually won, which would have been stupid. I'm trying to think <laughs> of anybody else who's decent. I mean, you can't say Zico. If it had been Rap Monster, because at the time Rap Monster hadn't messed up yet, if Rap Monster had gone on that show and won, I guarantee you every BTS fan and every idol would be like, yeah, we did it. We proved that idols are real rappers and all this stuff. And he proved it to freaking Be Free and all those people who S-talked him. Like, he did it. But because it's Bobby, people are just like, oh, yeah, Power YG. It's just so easy to dismiss, like, oh, it's the power of YG. Even though, you know, as much as you want to talk about cultural appropriation or whatever, like, all of these other rappers also are just as guilty as YG about cultural appropriation. Mm -hmm. Like, why aren't we causing a fuss about Cheetah's music video? Why did Cheetah's music video get to walk under the radar? Because it's Cheetah. Whatever. It's fine. She's already co culturally appropriated black girls and Latin women already and she got to fly under the radar by doing it so i mean it, it's frustrating to me like people just harp on her because she's an idol and because she's so in terms of herein because she's so known as like this person who tries hard to do so much with music but nobody takes the time to say like maybe she really loves music and maybe she wants to be known as being super versatile like mm -hmm. she's already known as one of the best singers she's already known as a good dancer why shouldn't she try to tackle something else? Because there's another girl in her group that raps? Well, yeah, okay. It sucks that Bora wasn't invited to the show, but why should Hyorin say no? Mm. You know, like, it's an opportunity for her. So she should just turn down the opportunity for her because they didn't offer it to Bora? Who's to say Bora would have gotten the opportunity if Hyorin turned it down? I don't think she would have. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but I don't... I think... I think she knows why she's in Sister, and I don't think she is under the impression she's there because she's a good rapper. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, what I get the feeling from Sister, especially, you know, is that they know what their role is in the group. Like, 
and they of course they strive to continue to being better and things like that but they also know well this is my place in the group and you know from what i'm seeing bora's okay with everything like she liked yoren's photos or whatever and like you know She's like, she's so, I mean, Bora is busy doing her own thing. She, she's not crying in the corner that she didn't make it to Unpretty Rap. So she's out there doing, you know, photo shoots. And she's about to be, she's in, she filmed for Ju Young's, you know, music video that's going to drop she anytime soon. You know, literally, with her she life. is literally the most, she was originally the most popular member of Sister. She single-handedly put that group on the map with her looks and like being funny and sweet and genuinely a great person. So mm -hmm. I don't think she is under the impression that Sister needs her to be a hyper-talented artist. She put Sister on the map by being pretty and being a good dancer. That's it. Nobody was like, she's a great rapper. Nah, mm -hmm. we all came to see her be freaking gorgeous. And she's fine with it. Like, she plays her role to a T. I absolutely love EXID. Hani played her role to a T to get EXID famous. She is not famous for being a vocalist. She is not famous for being a dancer. Really, she's not famous even for being like a rapper. She is famous for being pretty and being funny and being sweet and being kind. Like that is why she went not only from being noticed for being for having like this wonderful video of her, but then Every time she got the opportunity to talk about it, she was sincere and sweet and very humble by it. And that made people like her even more. And then they got to see her on shows and she was weird and funny and she's a talented uh, uh, classical musician and all this stuff. And it's like, man, she's just a really sweet girl. And that's why EXID is where it's at now. Sister is where Sister's at now in large part due to Bora being that type of person. Mm. So you just need to accept that some idols know their place and they don't necessarily have to be the be-all, end-all. Bora raps because she can't sing. That's why she's a rapper. Sorry. Yeah. She's I mean, I a stereotype. Yeah, like Bora is my absolute, like, I mean, I love all the girls and sister, but you know, Bora is my number one in the group and I have so much love for her, but Bora is just not a singer and she's not a strong rapper either. So I don't understand the sentiments of suddenly everyone be like, oh, poor Bora. Like, no, Bora is doing good. She's making her money. She's living her life. She poor good. She happy. <laughs> you know, you know, she's probably sitting back there counting her wand like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm yeah. so happy. You go do you, Yoren. Whatever you want to be yeah. a rapper, you be a rapper. I'll be here. I'll Shall be you? waiting. Yeah, because I mean, if anything, even if you know uh, that um, Hyorin B blows up and becomes like everyone starts lo loving her as a rapper, as in still in Sister, they're still gonna give a lot of the rapping parts to Bora because there's nothing else for her to do. And <laughs> they were gonna the put group. her there. And the, yeah, she's gonna have her time to shine and she's gonna have her time in the limelight because she's popular. And I feel like people are worried that she will become not popular if Yoren runs the show or something or does well. But it's like, she's still popular. She's not popular because she's a rapper. That's not why she's popular. So her, she's not in trouble. She's fine. She good. <laughs> she is perfectly fine right now. She is popular because she is gorgeous and she is a stellar person. And like she has all kinds of intangibles that make her popular. And it's fine to be popular off of those things. Like we love a plenty of celebrities that are more famous for being personalities than they are, you know, for being talents. And it's mm -hmm. fine. Part of the reason Miss A is as big as they are is because Min was fantastic on music shows. It wasn't just pure talent that put them where they're at. Or not music shows, I'm sorry, but variety. She like 
she is one of the more well-known members of that group. The only reason Susie's more popular is because Susie's really pretty, and so she got a bunch of acting roles. That's it. Like, it, you just got to realize, like, why people get put on. And Hyorin is in that position where she's actually worked and done it through talent more so than looks or anything else. But that doesn't make her more important or less important than Bora. If you're talking about in strict talent, like what happens to sister if you lose this person? Yes, obviously it's more devastating to lose Hyorin than it is to lose uh, Bora. But if you're talking about in just the popularity of the group, they are both very important. They are key parts of that group. Now, Soyu is also a key part. Like, that group is, as a unit, is pretty popular with the exception of Dawson, which I don't know how you help that. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, she's but, actually getting really popular now because her drama is actually doing well and she's getting a lot of praises for her. Oh, really? Now. Yeah. Oh, so, wonderful. Okay, so that's she's, cute. She's, she's going to be bringing in the older fans because, you know, all those older women who love watching dramas. Yeah. Oh, cute. Okay, that's fine. See, I'm happy with that because I do like her. I think she's very, like, a very sweet person. So I'm glad that like everybody is now doing something but it's important to stress that like everybody's going to be fine Bora's going to be fine not getting put on Hyorin is going to be fine win or lose on this show it's just another chance for her to learn more and showcase her talent people dogged her when she went on um, uh, I Am a Singer as well and said that she shouldn't be on there and all this garbage even though there were tons of idols for whatever reason like people just dog her and then you know she used that show to become even better like she's a much better singer now than she was before she got on that show so just just let it be you know let it unfold and let it happen like everybody's mad before they should even be mad let's just see what the idols do and last time when everybody thought an idol won would win they got fourth place they were the lowest ranked person on the people who were ranked so it's clear and again an idol lost minnow lost to basic it's proven now twice in a row that idols aren't guaranteed their win you still got to work for it you still got to do better everybody was super hype on puss and then what happens g-men gets fourth place so just chill out like let's let's see what happens hyorin might not even make it like she might get kicked off the show they do that on this show people do get kicked off so Relax, everybody. <laughs> let's, let's take a chill pill for a minute and just see what happens, okay? Yeah. Um, unless you have anything else you want to bring up? We're pretty much at the end. I don't really have anything else. Um, well, it's going to... Well, tomorrow for me, or for both of us, it'll be the 30th. So it's slightly a day early, but happy birthday, young G. Oh, cute. Happy birthday. She's turning 21. No, 22. 22, yes. She's turning 22. So. 22 in Korea or 22 here? I'm pretty... 22 here. 22 here. Oh, right? yeah. We can so. party, Young G. Go to California. Let's go party. She's 94, so that makes her... Uh, twenty. Yeah, 22? No. No, no, no. She's turning 21. Oh, she's turning 21, 21. here? 94 is 21, right? This year. Yeah, okay, so she's turning 21 here and 22 in Korea. So she's legal here, too, now. Woo, Woo we can party. Woo. Go clubbing. Come to New York, or I'll take you clubbing. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I will go to New York. <laughs> let's, let's go clubbing. I'm there. Uh, but no, that that's awesome. Sweet. So yeah, ha definitely happy birthday, MG. Thank you for being a wonderful human being. And don't let don't let the haters get you down, dude. Don't let it happen. Yeah, yeah don't. Yeah, that's it for me. 
Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. So uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Um, I hope you enjoyed the two-man pod that we had this time. Um, I'm sorry that we didn't have everybody, but real life does come up for us. Like I said, we, we don't really get paid for this, so it's hard to be like, I can cut everything off. Um, but we do do our best to bring the show to you as often as possible. Um, again, I do want to apologize for the hiatus that we all went on. Uh, I'm probably guilty of not trying to make the show keep running during that time. Uh, but I, I wanted the break, too. I mean, I, I was on every podcast, <laughs> so pretty much. So it was nice to have a little bit of a break and get, get some time to rest and all that good stuff. Uh, but we are back to our weekly show. Uh, so, again, thank you all for listening. Uh, please check out our website, notyouraveragenetizens.squarespace.com. We also have a Tumblr, Tumblr that, that <laughs> wonderful <laughs> Shannon pretty much runs. Uh, that is notyouraveragenetizens.tumblr.com. We're also on Facebook that we don't update very often at facebook.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. Um, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, thank you so much. You can find us at soundcloud.com slash netizens. But if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, please subscribe to us on iTunes where our podcast will be delivered directly to you, which is kind of nice. I, I like that feature. I do follow Not Your Average Netizens, which feels weird, but I see the little ping and I'm like, yeah, our, our freaking thing's out. Like, I gotta go read <laughs> comments and do all this stuff. Um, so if you do follow us on iTunes, though, please rate, subscribe. Uh, we did get another comment. I missed it. It was in June. Um, I was very busy in June. I'm so sorry that I missed your comment. Uh, but I did take it to heart. I do plan to show everybody it so that we can all read it and everything. But you can see it. We have two comments now. It's very exciting. I'm really excited about it. We're making um, it. We're making it. Two comments. All right, we're getting there. And people are commenting on our SoundCloud now. Positive, negative. It's still really awesome. It's really cool that when we post on Amona, we get like 20 comments almost. You know, and it, a lot of it is us talking back to people and, you know, opening lines of communication. But it's really cool to see that many people talking to us about the podcast. Thank you guys so, so much. It means so much to us. Um, we, like I said, awesome. Yeah, like I said, we don't do this to listen to each other's voice. Like, it's fun to talk, and I really enjoy, like, you know, hamming it out with you, Kiara, and with Ash, and with Shannon, and all them, and my Europeans that aren't here all the time that I miss. I miss you, Anna. Where have you been all my life? Um, <laughs> and I miss you, Noah. What the heck? Like, we come back from hiatus, you're gone. I don't know. But, um, too busy clubbing. I know, probably too busy clubbing. He's probably drunk right now and asleep or something. Yeah. You get it. You get it, boy. You do you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but really, it does mean a lot, and it's it's really great to talk to you guys and kind of see what what how you feel about the show and everything. So, um, again, thank you so much for commenting, um, and and really reaching out to us. We post the the uh, I'm sorry, we post the SoundCloud link. Uh, every time it's up on Amona, and it's been great. Amona's been really great to us in posting it as well. So thank you guys. Um, if you would like to send us any questions, any topics that you would love for us to talk about, if you would like to potentially, um, I don't know if we're still looking, but if you would like to potentially be involved with the show somehow, be it this or our platform on YouTube that we're trying to open up and make videos for, um, you can reach out to us at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. I would definitely love uh, to do more stuff on the YouTube channel. Um, I know some people don't really want to show their face. That's fine. But uh, I, I would totally like to make like a show on there, too, where we can kind of ham things out. So if there's people out there that would like to do that and aren't afraid of the camera or whatever, 
totally reach out to us. Um, I would definitely like to learn how to video edit. That's part of why I want to do it. So I will put that out there. Um, so yeah, questions, comments, concerns, ideas, anything like that, notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. And lastly, you can reach us on Twitter at, not, at NYA Netizens. Um, typically, Ash is on there, but we all do have access to that Twitter. Um, if you want to tweet out me, though, the best way I will respond is if you tweet at me directly, and I will give you my handle. It's at Papa Murdy, and I tweet at not Travis Netizens all the time, so you can reach out to me. And you can pump yours if you want, Kiara. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow me and know more about groups, uh, K-pop and J-pop-wise, uh, you can follow me at KiwiChan08. All right. Uh, oh, and, oh, and speaking of the Not Your Average Netizens Twitter account, I know we talked about this uh, last week, but uh, I still haven't decided what I'm going to do as a giveaway yet. Oh, that's right. So, <laughs> so uh, Will you tell me what it is? I want to know so bad. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, I'll just say it out now. What I bought at uh, KCON. Oh wait, no, no, don't don't say it while we're casting. We don't want to tell uh, them. You got to tell uh, me on the, the the side. I want to know on the side since I don't okay. get to compete. Which makes me furious. Okay. But uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna know the secret. Forget <laughs> all you guys. I'm gonna know. <laughs> but yeah, but just keep a look at it on the the our Twitter account. Um, I promise one of these days I. Well, hopefully within the next few days, I will have it up and have the contest up and everything. And you guys can, you know, try to vie for this, you know, this special gift I'm giving all uh, giving away. Um, so, yeah, look out for that. All right. Uh, well, that's the show, guys. Um, like I said, I hope you enjoyed it. I know we didn't have as many people. We probably didn't get as rowdy as normal. Um, but I do hope you enjoyed <laughs> the show. Uh, I hope you check out the groups that we did talk about. Um, no matter if we have bad or negative comments about it, I do encourage everybody to listen to whatever they like. So get out Which, there, listen to K-pop, whatever makes you happy. Let's do it. Yeah, like Shannon always says, you know, if you got the cows, got to milk them. And, you, know, <laughs> you know, you got to turn that butter so you can make oh, them apple no, but no. butter apples. <laughs> Put oh, your butter no. nipples. <laughs> <don't> <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're getting out of here. Thanks a lot, guys. And see you guys. Goodbye.